0: Pod studios
1: video games
0: yes you can comic books nothing is impossible
1: sci-fi just anime do it if you've been made fun of for it we're probably gonna talk about it
0: what are you waiting for this
1: is nerd radio make your dreams come true
0: Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio. Wherever you're getting your podcast, as part of the B Pod Studios network. I just started the show, and you're snickering. Well,
1: it happens every time because we roll the mics for a while before we actually start talking, right? And inevitably, something happens off mic, and then uh, and then we just segue into the show, And 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 it's yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Which I enjoy, but I am going to wrap both of us out. The fact that we had to pull Sherry, the we did. engineer extraordinaire, in here.
0: Now, in our defense, look—it's new equipment. They put a new brand board in here,
1: new equipment.
0: Yes, so we have a new board. So if we sound a little bit different, that's probably yeah. why it's processing differently. Right. Um, but it was a very simple click of a button. Yep. Just uh, press this button, and and you, it'll work.
1: Yes, and it's and and when she explained what the problem was, yep. why we weren't getting any levels when we tried to record, it was one of those like. I feel dumb. Not that we would have necessarily even known. Like there was no way for us necessarily to know like oh check this thing to see that and then okay right. those are the buttons to push. So, but you feel dumb when they when you call yeah. in the engineer who is way smarter than us. We'll both agree with that up front. But to have pull her in to be like it's just that button right there.
0: Well, she's way smarter than you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. I'm, I, Sherry's pretty damn smart. She is very smart.
1: You can be a, a smart person and be outsmarted by Sherry. That's true.
0: Very true. So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in for another Nerd Radio this week. James on vacation, but yes. Mr. Al Beck, as you can hear, is back. Uh, you had your vacation last week, Al. That's right, yeah. How was it?
1: It was good. I did nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, you had a staycation. Yeah,
1: it was one of those things, you know, like we got to, me and Jason kind of divvy up our... Um, who's got vacation to, time yeah you know, who's got to be here to yeah, run the yeah. best when, of when david the, chuck the Free? right when the show is off one of us is usually here to run you know the the replacement show and so we kind of when i come back from christmas right at the beginning of the year he and i will sit down and kind of go over it yeah so i've known since january i'm gonna be off for these days here and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be a grown adult and i'm gonna plan a thing to do he those days over
0: six months to six months to figure it a out vacation
1: and then it was like oh that's next week <laughs> Crap, but whatever. I mean, like, I don't feel like it was nice. It was relaxing. I did do some stuff, right? Um, just kind of stayed local. And I'm I'm, I'm, I got a trip next month, a a little mini, like a long weekend, just a short trip. I'm gonna go visit my brother. Okay, well, as long as it's on the
0: weekend, because I I need you here.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It'll be. uh, I will be missing a Monday. All right, uh, but no, I'll be here for Nerd Radio. Excellent. Uh, Yeah, it's the first uh, weekend in August. Right, going to Vegas for. And I'll have a lot to talk about when we come back. Yeah. Star Trek Las Vegas.
0: Ooh. Yes. So that's going to be fantastic. Yes, Mr. Shatner
1: to- is supposed to be speaking the day that we're there. Yeah. So,
0: I, yeah. I can't wait to hear all about that. Yeah. That's going to be good. So you said it's next month? Yes. Nice. Yeah,
1: it's like that uh, Thursday. I think it's uh, the 31st through the 4th Yep. or 5th or something. It's like it's a long weekend, the event, and right. uh, we're just going to go that Sunday.
0: Well, um, there is a bunch of stuff, a bunch of news to get to this week. Uh, there's Walking Dead news. There's obviously Spider-Man releases yep. this week, and uh, there's a, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. But I did want to uh, I did want to ease into it because yeah. this may be this may be the show of disappointments oh, on boy. on both of our fronts.
1: Well, we can uh, balance that afterwards. Maybe we can. Uh T- touch on uh, red dead redemption 2 because i finally finished that you fi- okay
0: off. nice yeah
1: when Excellent. i talked to you last i was close yeah but last night i finished it okay so we can talk we can talk about that later
0: that's awesome fantastic All yeah, right. it'll be brief because we've already covered it
1: oh, for sure <laughs> that game came out back in october right so we'll, it'll be a brief conversation but we can't talk rdr too uh,
0: as i said uh spider-man far from home opening this week opening yesterday yes on, it's on already a Tuesday. out it's out yeah um it has uh i pulled up rotten tomatoes it already has a 98 percent audience score so okay that's real good everybody i've talked to that's seen it in the last 24 hours has had nothing but good things to say about it. it is so. a
1: high priority uh, on my list
0: yeah it's supposed to be kind of the end of this cycle of marvel cinematic yeah. movies so uh it'll be do it, you
1: think the next phase is going to be as big or do you think people are burned out
0: I think there's definitely going to be a segment of the audience that by, you know, by the time they hit Avengers Infinity War, people were going to see it. I was talking to somebody yesterday at the comic store that they were saying their coworker went to see like Avengers Infinity War and Endgame and has seen um, a Captain America movie and an Iron Man movie and not seen anything else. So, like you have none of the context for any of this. You know, at the very least, you need to have seen the Avengers movies, yeah, to see because there's stuff with like Thor's hammer and whatever that like it pays off in a later movie that you you need to see yeah. that.
1: Well, you know me, I feel like if I hadn't already been into comics or whatever and right. been seeing these all along, if I if I started like Black Panther, I probably never would have watched them. It's like really, yeah, I have really? to watch all of that. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because you know me. Yeah. Like, and that's why I bailed on all the Marvel uh, Netflix shows. Right. I got too far behind, and it just was too much of an undertaking. Now,
0: I'm out. It turned into this monumental task. Right. like,
1: ugh. Right. Now, I'm a comic fan, so I've been on board with this since Iron Man. Yeah. You know, which is where it began, but- yeah no if I <laughs> if I was a latecomer, there's no way I would have watched all of them right there's so many movies I you know I, I want to watch them all again and I'm having trouble doing that because there's so many movies
0: yeah for sure I uh, I kind of I, I read online what the endgame, uh, last time me and you got together uh, with mm-hmm. James we talked about how they're re releasing Endgame with a bunch of uh, yeah, extra stuff yeah. the extra stuff doesn't really sound like something I need to go see no it's uh, there's not really extra scenes there's a deleted scene that they talk about but it's not. An important scene, which is why it was deleted. And there's some like a uh, uh, tribute to Stanley. It's all stuff that would be on the Blu-ray when it comes out in like yeah. a month. So, like, no, I don't, I don't need to go back. It's a good time, it's a good movie, but I've already seen it twice. I don't need to go. Back well, and see yeah, it well, again. I only
1: saw it the one time, so right. I might do it. I don't know. I mean, it's really just that. And they were they were pretty open about the fact that they were just trying to push the the numbers over oh, yeah. and beat Avatar. Like right. that's really the only reason why they're not just doing it on the Blu-ray. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it won't be in theaters for very long. When they re-release, uh, yeah, it, I wouldn't imagine. Not it won't be very long. Not to
0: mention releasing it once again so close to the next one, which is Spider-Man. Right? Like, uh, it, do I want to go see a, a movie I've already seen that I liked again, or do I want to go see the new one that I might enjoy as well? Like, uh, no, I think I want to go see the new one.
1: Well, they're crapping out gold right now, so they they know you're going to go to both. Yeah, well, to that's, both. I'm sure yeah. that's
0: what they're uh, that's what they're banking on right there. Yeah. Speaking of going to the movies, though, let's uh, let's let's start on a bummer.
1: So we're getting into the disappointment.
0: We're getting into let's, the disappointment right yeah, now. All right um i went uh while while you were on vacation i went and Mm -hmm. saw x-men dark phoenix okay well i mean (sighs) you've given us some reviews already uh that you've
1: heard yeah and already they've all been negative yeah i was kind of hoping you'd get something positive because you are an x-men guy
0: i love x-men and you know what it's i'm not mad about how much i didn't enjoy this movie I am sad about how oh, much I didn't... Oh, apo- no. I,
1: I, I, like, and you were the big defender of the original X-Men movie to your friends, because you've told me that yeah. your friends bitched about it when
0: it came out, and right. you were
1: like, no, 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 we live in a world where this is happening now. Right. Right.
0: And this is, and like, there's so much about this movie that you want to like. like the, the guy who wrote the first time they did Dark Phoenix, X-Men 3, uh, The Last Stand, mm-hmm. he wrote this one as well as directed it. Uh you know so okay. this is his like second chance to get it right uh and he's you that know seems like poor planning on my part a it of... does sound like kind of a bad idea on the surface and it didn't a lot of people complained about that movie i know and it so... didn't, it didn't quite work out <laughs> right. and it it makes me um once once again i told you a couple of weeks ago like i can feel the disappointment you had when green lantern got a movie and then it wasn't great <laughs> oh no yeah
1: and i still defend that movie just because it exists like right it's, it's a thing out there and i'm like but well, i mean i've got a green lantern you got yeah know?
0: at the end of the day you gotta be like dude i got to i got a live action green lantern movie ryan reynolds was yeah. in it like the there's guy, a I, lot to like
1: never i can remember his name but the dude who played sinestro was awesome yeah that guy was good I that par- part of the movie I will defend it's not even like a it's the best I've got for my green lantern fix I right. will flat out say he was good. Right.
0: But uh no this this uh this dark phoenix movie is absolutely worth skipping because it it feels unfinished. It feels like there are things that happen or don't happen that you're like what the the one that I point out the most is uh Evan Peters returns. As Quicksilver, mm-hmm. which is great. There's not a Quicksilver scene, which I'll get to. The reason I believe that is later. You know, okay. like in the in yeah. the first class or not first class. Th- Days of Future Past yes, and yeah, Apocalypse. Yeah. There was a Quicksilver scene with a yeah, music which montage. Was, yeah, great, great, Fun, great scene. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. Um, he's in the first two acts of the movie, and then um, I don't think it's a huge spoiler that um, there's a, there's a scene where the X Men approach Jean at her childhood home, and she flares up the Phoenix powers mm-hmm. and kills Mystique
1: okay
0: um and there's there, so mystique dies there's a funeral scene for mystique and then you never ever see quicksilver ever again there's no explanation for why he's gone just like boop he's not in the the last third of the movie
1: so do you think that it was there was actually an
0: explanation that feel, got cut out there had to be yeah there had to be something there had to be at least one line of like yeah uh Pedro doesn't want to be here anymore he's very sad about you know mystique being dead so uh he, he left the school or something hmm. there'd be something right Ugh. But there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of. Um, I, I was telling Amy about there's these uh, these scenes that are supposed to be emotionally moving, these touchstones, especially surrounding Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique passing away, which sure. is a whole other thing if you're a comic book fan, because I can't tell you how many times there's been a cliffhanger where Mystique has been killed, and then the next time she's like, Well, I'm a shapeshifter. I just moved my lungs off to the side so that yeah. you can get impaled or whatever. Well, like that.
1: dude, anytime any superhero dies, it's. Yeah. You know. It's-
0: this like, is Myst- the same, same Mystique- joke
1: I've said before. I'm going to say it again because I'm in desperate need of attention. <laughs> Superhero <laughs> deaths are like rock star retirements. They never last. For sure.
0: But like Mystique didn't die because it served the story. Mystique died because Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to wear blue paint anymore. <laughs>
1: so... Uh, She'd so rather go uh, Red Sparrow and bear it all.
0: Uh, yeah, I suppose.
1: And so would I. No.
0: <laughs> and I'm appreciative that you didn't choose to do that for this week's Third Radio, let me tell you. I mean, it's very warm outside. I'll wait for James to come back. It's very warm outside. I would yeah. not blame you. However.
1: I'll wait for James so I can be appreciated.
0: Thank you for wearing clothes. That's this week's episode uh, title.
1: It definitely is, yeah. Uh,
0: but the one of the reasons
1: and I... And I like James is going to see that title and go, what did
0: I miss? Yeah, <laughs> right. How was I not there for this one?
1: <laughs> well, because he'd be stripping right now if we it's, well, it's true. put that idea out there. Right. See, uh, you never, you never know. This is this is what it's like working with James, and James and I work very closely together. <laughs> you never know when you might turn a corner and he's in his underwear. It's true. You know, he's got the man thong thing.
0: I'm a little jealous that he gets. Like, why don't we all get
1: that caveat? I don't know. I mean, it's always. Why can't you? Co- <laughs> this is so funny to
0: say, but he only ever strips down when it's necessary for work. <laughs> why can't you walk in at like quarter to five in the morning and I could just be just hanging out in my <laughs> underwear and, right. and you just and you you'll be like that's fine. Well, Whatever. I'm not there, gonna I don't need to tell the boss about that. It's no, all right. It's, no,
1: I will tell you. There, <laughs> the, the eye contact during this show would end.
0: You'd <laughs> <laughs> be looking at your. You'd uh, be looking at your iPad the yeah, whole time. So exactly. What, yeah. what else is on the run sheet here? I guys? don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would actually. I'd, I'd look for the, at the run sheet for the first time ever. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> now I know how to get that yeah, to happen. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to dark phoenix is is uh kind of upsetting, and I feel like at the very least, if they don't uh you know you know like the Green Lantern movie came out, didn't do well, and mm-hmm. they've made a whole bunch of d c movies since and just like not mentioned a Green Lantern at all, like yeah. they're trying to give it a rest so they can maybe bring it back you know five ten years from now, or something like that, if that doesn't happen to the x men as a franchise, and I hope it doesn't because I love x men yeah. That absolutely will happen to the concept of the Dark Phoenix in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You've tried it twice. It's bombed twice. I don't think it can be done in a movie. I think it's the kind of thing, because of the way it was done in the comics, it was set up over a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the kind of thing you need to set up over a couple of movies. You need to see a little bit of it in the first one and then see it, you know, amped up a little bit in the second one. You can't just, like, put it at the end of one movie and then make the next movie all about it.
1: Now, um, do you know how long Dark Phoenix was in the works? Like, did, did the Disney people get to have any influence on it, or was this like a Fox thing? Okay,
0: so I, I'm, uh, unfortunately, the name of the guy who's worked on this escapes me. The one I talked about wrote the third one and then this one, or whatever, like that. But he has said in interviews that they had to significantly change the end of the movie because of Captain Marvel because I guess the end of Captain Marvel was oh. very similar to the end of this. And and once again, this is kind of a spoiler, but I'm spoiling a movie I don't believe anyone really wants to go and see <laughs> in the first place. Um, I'm kind of saving you your $7. Um, the aliens in this movie, the Hellfire Club is not in this movie, which in the comics, that is the reason Gene goes Dark Phoenix, is because Mastermind... Is Simon King? Kinberg? That is it, yeah. Simon mm-hmm. Kinberg. Um, in this particular movie, some aliens come from outer space after Gene absorbs the Phoenix force uh, to find whoever the host is for the Phoenix force to uh, either destroy the host or to um, take the Phoenix force from them so they can because the Phoenix force has annihilated their planet so they've been going from uh, place to place doing it in the movie they're called the Debari which uh, anyone who's read the Dark Phoenix Saga will remember those are like the broccoli people that when uh gene absorbs a star and wipes out an entire solar system, okay. there's one panel of them on their planet seeing it happen mm. and, you know, mm. like their entire planet, like their entire solar system gets annihilated. Sure. That's in the comics, that's the the whole reason why the Dark Phoenix thing happens. In this movie, from what I have to understand, they were supposed to be the Skrulls because they shape shift okay. into human forms and have some very strange powers. They're bulletproof and somewhat like that. Like the third act is about the x-men and somewhat the brotherhood stopping the debari from getting to gene to okay. absorb the phoenix force um and that particular scene is the reason there's not a quicksilver scene is because there's a nightcrawler scene where he uh teleports around after he sees some of his friends go down he teleports and and like kind of like in the for, in the second movie when he uh when nightcrawler attacks the the president the uh, if you if you remember when he attacks all the secret service In the White House, yeah, it's very similar to that, but with this young, you know, uh, Nightcrawler from X Men Apocalypse that is now in this movie. And that's another thing that's really silly too is the X Men team in this movie is like Nightcrawler, Storm, Cyclops, Mystique, Beast, and uh, um, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Quicksilver was on on the team, but like you've got Storm and Nightcrawler who were only in the last movie. Storm has had all of like three lines and there's there's this moment between her and uh and Cyclops where like Cyclops is like well we have to go we have to save Jean and Storm's okay. like we may have to kill Jean. And he's like no we'll never do that or something like that. And it's supposed to be an important emotionally impactful conversation and how is it how can it be emotionally impactful when Storm has had three lines? Right. Between two movies up of, to this point.
1: Yeah, banking on you <coughs> drawing from Storm in the First trilogy or having read uh, X-Men and, right. and knowing her importance there. Right. It doesn't really, you're not really drawing on her current status with the team. Yeah. There's as another, far as the movie universe. There's, an, there's yeah.
0: another scene where uh, Beast and Magneto talk after Mystique has been killed. Uh, and, and once again, these are two characters that have had minimal interaction over four movies. Right. And now this is supposed to be important.
1: Wow. It's, so really, I mean, is it even in theaters anymore? I mean,
0: I, well, that's the reason I went is because I heard they were starting to pull it already from the theaters. Because it has like it, not been out very long. Yeah, that it was doing so poorly that they were already pulling it from theaters. Makes me sad, man.
1: Yeah, Makes me, I'll still see it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. Once Maybe it hits DVD or yeah. streaming or whatever like that, it's worth seeing once. I don't know this is worth paying for. <laughs> oh,
1: that's too bad. Yeah, it's really it's, I know I'll buy the Blu-ray. I like to the my comic book movies, I like to get the Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, it's I like even it's like, a collection. I even that I buy a lot of stuff digitally. Yeah and uh, but I like to have a hard copy of these. And they usually come with a digital version at too. Least, so
0: at least when you have a hard copy, you have something physical staring you in the face that may go like, Oh, I still haven't watched that. Yeah. Whereas when you buy it digital, it just there it is. It's there. I've I've got a Steam library on my PC with like yeah. over a hundred games on it, and I'm like, Oh, I need to buy this new game that's coming out for the Switch. No, yeah. you don't. You have 100 frigging games on <laughs> your computer you don't play. So unfortunately, my review of uh, X-Men uh, Dark Phoenix, I skip it. Don't, that's, that's too bad. Yeah, unfortunately, don't bother. Even if you're an X-Men fan, there's, there is not enough there to, to make me enjoy. It makes me sad that they have had three separate movies to get Nightcrawler right, and they never do.
1: Did that Simon Kinberg do anything X-Men that succeeded? Do you know i don't know
0: i think he may have worked on some of the other movies as as the writer so like x-men 2 or uh days of future past or something like that. i just, <laughs> I, just
1: <laughs> I clicked on his imdb uh-huh um but okay well he did do so okay well uh <laughs> and the first thing that came up was the 2015 fantastic four <laughs> That's not
0: great. <laughs> That's not a good but track record, a, he brother. He was a
1: producer on that. However, um, the, there's the four things, like the known four that came yeah. up. Uh, Dark Phoenix is a producer. He's also a writer, director on that. Um, Fantastic Four, he's listed as a producer. Uh, but here's two that he did that were very good. Producer on Logan and a producer on The Martian. Okay. So those are a couple of you know, yeah, so accolades. He,
0: he actually has a track record of doing... Movies that do okay. This one just not one of them.
1: Right now, he, <clears throat> uh, however, he was a producer on those other ones. I'm kind of, I don't remember. It who. makes
0: you wonder. Being not being a movie person, what the hell does the producer do? And it's it's a thing too. That's why that's one of the reasons it makes me sad. Is like we may have said it on the show before. Nobody goes into making anything like this, any entertainment medium, going to make a bad one. Right. Everyone has the best of intentions when they make this kind of things. Is
1: even. Uh, well, every every movie that you've ever seen. I mean, like, do, does anyone ever try to make a bad movie? I mean, there's plenty of bad movies, right? But do you ever set out to do that?
0: I, yeah, no, I don't. I I can't believe anybody sets out to be like, yeah, I'm going to make the biggest you know bomb ever in, right. in box office history or something like that. Even uh, what's his face? It's done the Transformers movies. Done like six of those stupid Transformers movies.
1: Oh, uh, Michael
0: Bay. Yeah, even Michael Bay. He's a Transformers fan, man. He wants to make the movie he wants to see. It's just not necessarily the movie I want to see. Right. When it comes to that stuff, and like I said, it it makes me more sad than angry that uh, that it just doesn't doesn't land, doesn't stick the landing.
1: That's too bad. You know, I, I was going to say that uh, you you were talking about how maybe they'll just sort of disappear for a while, yeah. the Dark Phoenix or whatever. Um, I mean, I was gonna I was about to say that both Sony and Fox have done nothing but fail at all this stuff. But Fox did. did this is the second time they tried to redo it. They tried to redo the Fantastic Four. That did so poorly that they canceled the follow-up. Yeah. Uh, they tried to do the Phoenix in uh, Last Stand. Yep. Uh, people weren't crazy about that, so they tried to do it again, and it's doing so poorly. It's being pulled early from theaters. Yeah. You know, and you look at Sony, who tried Spider-Man a couple of different times and eventually
0: just said, just take it. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I just, Apparently,
0: we're never going to get this right, right, so you guys do it. And, you know, I want to see the X-Men interact with the Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that stuff like that. I just, yeah. I, I, hope that this doesn't... Just, does it...
1: Sony have anything else, or was Spider-Man their only Marvel...
0: I think Spider-Man was the only thing Sony grabbed.
1: If they, back Because in the Fox day. had Fantastic Four and right. X-Men, but Disney bought them so they could...
0: And as a as a as a side thing I talked a couple months ago about or a couple of weeks ago about how I've been reading the new Mutants comics and become a huge fan of that. Technically
1: we could actually see Deadpool show up on Star Wars if they really <laughs> It's true. It <laughs> would be
0: pretty awesome. It would be amazing. <laughs> it you would imagine, be terrible. You it meant, would be awful. Or, yeah, but yeah, but you, can you imagine like if they don't make a, a third Deadpool movie or while they're making a third Deadpool movie like Ryan Reynolds just shows up in like 6 or 7 movies that yeah. year? <laughs> Just for just Deadpool walks by yeah. and says something snarky, and then it's like, what is he doing yeah. here? The, 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 this is a really weird choice for the new Mulan movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got a bunch of comic book stuff to talk to you All about. All right. The, uh, the disappointment continues. Oh, no. But uh, unfortunately, this time, I, I believe it's on your end. Oh, okay. So, uh, comic book talk when we return with Nerd Radio. Hi, it's Brian
1: Baumgartner. I played Kevin in The Office, and you're listening
0: Nerd Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. Follow uh, your social media, Nerd Radio One Hundred and One, and of course on the podcast page at wrif My name is Chuck Bean. I'm your host, joined by Al Beck. That's right, uh, and James. But James, unfortunately, on vacation this week, so he won't be here to uh, drag us into uh, Dirty Town, as he likes to say. <laughs> dirty,
1: dirty Town. <laughs> he is the mayor of Dirty Town. Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, James
0: Campbell. Right. Uh, however, uh, me and you, big comic book fans. Yeah. So, uh, seeing as James isn't here, let's talk about some comic book stuff because this week, uh, a huge week in comic books uh, that we had no idea was coming until Monday night. Mm-hmm. And what I'm referring to is the final issue of The Walking Dead. So, is that confirmed? Like yes. that is it? Uh Robert Kirkman and Image Comics confirmed uh Monday at around like I don't know, seven o'clock or something like that, that the uh, The Walking Dead ends with this week's number one ninety three. They had solicited in uh Diamond Previews the magazine that lets you know like three months yeah, in advance yeah. what is coming out so retailers can Diamond order stuff. is the distributor. Right. They had solicited issues one ninety four and one ninety five already, uh and they had done that specifically to keep the surprise that this was it.
1: So was it planned already that like they knew that this was going to be the last one, and they planted those solicits
0: yes they they purposely solicited issues that were never going to come out. They got uh the the artist to do cover art for those issues, so they could put it in the magazine, saying this is coming out specifically so they could cancel it so that nobody would know until forty eight hours before you can get your hands on this thing that this is the
1: end. That's so weird. It's so.
0: It's a weird have, way to do I it. I can only remember one other time, and I know it's happened more than that, but I can only remember one other time something like this has happened. Back when I first started collecting comics, uh, and there was a company named Malibu who originally was publishing the Image stuff, um, they decided to do their own superhero comics, and they had their version of like the Fantastic Four. Okay. And uh, in order for the rest of the comics to launch off, these characters had to die, and they solicited. Just like this one. They solicited two issues in advance and made it sound like this this was going to continue on. And then at the end of issue four, everybody died. And then it you know, this is just like, yeah, those two issues we solicited, yeah, those don't exist. Those aren't coming out. These characters are
1: dead. I don't understand the logic behind it. You would think
0: well, there's as as is to uh, first of all because
1: I don't even want I don't really want to get into I don't want to get into the spoilers. Yeah, I was of gonna the comic. Like, I was what, gonna
0: ask first of all, you're caught up.
1: Yes, you. Something happened in I guess the the last issue is out now. Uh, yeah, so yes, okay. one <clears> ninety three <193 throat>
0: is out now. So, but something happened in one ninety one. Y- because I remember about a, m- a month ago asking if you were caught up. And you're like, no, not no, really. It was
1: the it was the second most recent uh, yeah. issue. So if it's if it's 193, it was in 192, right? That the, that, the, that a thing happened, right? Well, 191, was, there was a
0: cliffhanger. There was a cliffhanger, and then they wrap it up in yes, 192. Yes,
1: um, it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting choice, right? Um,
0: it was the kind was, of thing that made you think. Well, that's it,
1: right? Yeah. No. When when the news broke, I was like, oh, okay. I was it, it didn't shock me as much as it confused me. Yeah. Because of the way uh, that last issue was handled and you know we talked about this before there was a prominent character that was killed off I don't know a year ago. Yeah. Uh, one of the originals and uh, Robert Kirkman wrote a thing I talked about on the show. He wrote a thing. I don't want to I don't want to say too much cuz you know maybe if you want to go back and read any of this stuff. I don't want to say anything so but but a character we lose a character at the end of the book, Ker- uh, Kirkman wrote up a thing addressing the fact that it was not going to be a popular choice. And it was almost like this apology right, and an explanation as to why he made this decision. And it was like a very personalized letter to the reader. And I, I liked that. I really did. I liked the way he handled it. So in the, the last issue, the um, and I was glad that you made that recommendation because you came in here and said, are you caught up? I'm not. I'm three months behind on everything. Right. You said, I think you should go through your stack, pull those out and get caught up on Walking Dead. And I took your advice. I'm glad I, I did, especially with this news coming out. Right. That the that the series is now over. Um but he did that same thing, that sort of explanation to the reader at the end of that last issue and almost sort of like, listen, like this is this has been in the works for a while, yada yada yada, and he explained his reasoning and everything else. But he certainly, like, the fact that that was there made it sound like, yeah, we're going to keep continue to do this. He,
0: yeah, he made it sound like, look, I've got ideas. Like, the story continues even if this character is no longer a part of it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he he really, almost in a wrestling way, really sold you on the fact that, yeah. like, yeah, no, the, the, it's going to keep happening. Only for a month later it to be like, hey, by the way. Yeah. I uh, that. It all which, that was bs yeah and I and 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 this any the letters page in this particular issue as you can see cuz i have it in front of me here yeah. this is kind of an extra sized issue still 399 that's, that's kind of between image and marvel it's true uh but uh extra extra large issue that uh, i won't spoil any of it for but for you but at, at the very end he has a couple pages worth of like um a letter page where he he uh says uh, is some of uh Some of the best episodes of Game of Thrones are when they're structured in such a way and paced to perfection so your brain can't tell if it's been watching for 15 or 50 minutes. And he says he hates knowing what's coming. He hates when uh, he realizes he's in the third act of a movie and the story's winding down. Or he hates when you can count the commercial breaks and know you're nearing the end of your TV show. And that's the reason he didn't want to let everyone know three months in advance. Hey, by the way, you've got two more, three more issues of this, and then it's
1: over. And that also would explain why the news dropped the monday before right so just two days it was monday night so really it was a day and a half before yeah the books are released yeah you know i'm sure that there were uh, comic stores that were bummed out because they will would probably ordered more of those oh
0: for sure you yeah know. when i went to my local store i asked him you know i was like you know about the walking dead yeah did you double did you immediately call you know diamond t- this morning and say i want more yeah well i get as many as i can Kind of yeah. thing, but it's it's absolutely whether you're a fan like you are of The Walking Dead or not <laughs> like used, I am a, could be a
1: very collectible book, and you're currently using it as I mean, a, mouse a mouse pad. Pad.
0: You're yeah. using it as a mouse pad. For sure <laughs> But whether you're a fan or not, it is absolutely the end of an era, for sure. Uh, I love it so much. Do you want me to use the other book I've got here? Because that—that that looks... doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. I just looked out. That was funny. It struck me as funny. Yeah. What is that other bookie? Well, we'll get to that.
0: Yeah. No, it is absolutely the end of an era, and I have to question uh the timing of it because we're maybe like two weeks away from San Diego Comic Con. You can't tell me you didn't plan that. Sure. You you know two weeks from now you're going to be in San Diego at essentially the biggest nerd convention of all time yeah. that happens every year. Like he's going to have some announcement, or you know obviously there's going to be some San Diego Comic Con exclusive version of this issue or something. Yeah, something crazy, and it'll be weird too in a year that uh, we don't have Saga and now we don't have The Walking Dead either. Like, yeah. holy crap! What is Image's next biggest book after that? Right. I I I don't have the answer to They're that. Like
1: Mark Millar, write something else.
0: Right. But uh, you're you being a huge fan of Walking Dead, you now have a Walking Dead sized hole in your in your reading. Yeah,
1: it's okay though.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't feel like you need to find something. No, to to kind of fill that spot. No, I
1: really don't. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, if I was more up to date with my reading, then you know, because uh, sure, some sometimes when they cancel a book I'm collecting, I'm like, oh, good, I don't have. To, it takes the oh, decision yeah. off my plate, you know. Yeah. Um. I would – I don't know. I would really miss Deadpool. Yeah. If they did away with – there was with, no Deadpool books there was whatsoever. no Deadpool uh, because I do enjoy Walking Dead. Uh, I I was reading – honestly, that goddamn TV show sort of killed it for me. Yeah. It got to a point where it was almost painful for me to watch the show, and I kept watching it because I liked the comic. Right. And And then I started to like the comic a little bit less, and as I've stated before on this podcast – When I stopped watching the show, I started to enjoy reading the comic a little bit more again. But even at that where it's, I still like it, but it's it's not like it was before when it it was the week that Walking Dead came out. I went home and that was my first book I read.
0: Yeah, and you have to wonder, too, with like, what are they, nine seasons deep and people are kind of, people still watch it, but they like hate watch it now. They're not really enjoying the show anymore. And it makes you wonder if Robert Kirkman kind of looks at that and decides maybe I better get off the stage before people are sick of me right kind of thing which i'm a huge advocate for in any entertainment medium like always always leave them wanting more yeah always make sure you get off the stage before they're sick of you which listeners of this show probably had no idea (laughs) we always overstay our welcome here on nerd radio right that's what we do (laughs) actually though this leads to i I, okay so over the weekend i was talking to a buddy of mine uh mr dave lucina who i believe is a listener of the show hi dave um, and we were talking about. Uh, just stick with me here. This is kind of a long meandering thing, but it leads to a very. It leads to a very interesting kind of. It's uh, too bad
1: we already titled this episode because a long meandering thing is also a great episode true. title.
0: That's true. <laughs> okay, so we were we were talking about uh, wrestling and Vince McMahon okay. and and the WWE, um, and the fact that uh, um, uh, one basically what we were talking about is one man is not big enough to like kill an entertainment medium. Like if like Vince McMahon, if Vince McMahon decides tomorrow to just shutter the WWE professional wrestling doesn't go away, especially now, especially in 2019, maybe 10 years ago, uh, it gets real desperate for fans of professional wrestling to find other professional wrestling that, you know, can match up to that. But wrestling doesn't go away. No, uh, in the same, in the same genre, we were talking about a particular guy in comic books, uh, like, if he decided, he he's uh, one of the higher-ups at DC Comics, and, like, if tomorrow Warner Brothers decided we're not publishing any more comics, all our characters are going to be in animation and this and that and whatever, but comics, we're done with comics. Mm-hmm. It's a dead, mar- done it's with, a done dead with medium kind of thing. Yeah, we're, we're done with a, a dead market. And then even going so far as to say, what if you woke up tomorrow and Marvel and DC both decided we're done? We're done with comic books okay kind of thing. I think now like comic the comic book market would take a huge hit yes however in 2019 i don't think comics go away as a medium I and i and it's an interesting thought uh i don't know thought thought problem to go through on a personal level because were that to happen you you think of how many comics do you read already that are those two companies that suddenly majority of right that suddenly you don't have and like where would you go what would you read after that? Like, you wouldn't? Would you just stop collecting comics if you know all your Marvel and DC books went away? Because I know I wouldn't. I would just I would find books from other publishers that fill that gap, fill that hole.
1: Chances are I could, right? But <laughs> I'm not normal <laughs> or reasonable, right? Uh, but no, I see what you're saying, and especially yeah. But and and now I think it's got to do with the internet age. Sure. You know, it's easier to get word out there on stuff. Yeah. So, and not even just, I made a thing and I want you to consume it. Right. It's, I read a thing that you made, so I'm going to tell James about it. Yep. You know, and, you know, getting the word out, the word of mouth has a much wider spread now. Um, And, you know, we do have... I mean, even if you added image to that list, because of the independence, image is top dog. Yeah. You know, the image has sure. gotten pretty big.
0: Absolutely. Um, no, and that kind of leads to, uh, it was something that happened while you were on vacation we didn't talk about, but uh, DC sh- uh, shuttering Vertigo. Mm. Vertigo is going away. Now, the, all the books that are currently published by Vertigo will just be under the DC. Uh, sure. Th- they'll just yeah. be a DC comic. They won't be part of the DC superhero universe, but they'll just be a DC comic now yeah. instead of being DC Vertigo. Which is thing. fine. Yeah, it's it's not like those comics are going away, but it is absolutely the end of an era and it's something that I can point to Image and say like, well yeah, it's stuff that in the 90s would have been a Vertigo book like, you know, Preacher, uh, you yeah. know, and and Transmetropolitan and or even The Boys to a degree, like that gets published somewhere else now. Because you get a way better deal if you publish, right. if you you know, publish creator creator owned content under uh Image Comics than you do if you do it under Warner Brothers DC's Vertigo.
1: Right. I don't cuz I never really considered Vertigo. I mean I guess would they technically be considered independent?
0: Not so much independent but it was where it, it started. Cuz
1: to me it just it felt it was it was DC but it was but it didn't have the brand over it.
0: Right, it kind of started as like hey we're going to take these weird supernatural characters like Swamp Thing and Hellblazer yeah. and uh, Animal Man and stuff like that and we're going to move them over here and we're going to tell more adult stories with yeah. them.
1: Was Watchmen before Vertigo
0: was? It was. Yeah, because that
1: would have been a Vertigo book.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's weird to me when you go
1: back and read Watchmen that it says DC on it. It's kind of weird. Oh,
0: sure. I, I, having having collected a whole bunch of old Hellblazers to see how long that book was <laughs> just a DC comic, <laughs> yeah. is also fascinating. Yeah, how many of those stories were not under the Vertigo, uh, you know, imprint? But then it Vertigo quickly turned into once again Preacher, Transmetropolitan, Sandman to a degree. Like yeah, Neil Gaiman started with uh, a character that. Nobody was really using in the DC universe, but then he made an entire universe that was his own thing, mm-hmm. you know, to the degree that, well, the, the news broke last week. Netflix is going to do a Sandman show after uh, Good Omens did so well on Amazon Prime Okay. for Neil Gaiman. Uh, Netflix is like, Sandman's the biggest thing Neil Gaiman's done. How much money do you want for 10 episodes of Sandman?
1: Sandman's a book that I've heard a lot of people talk about. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Haven't read a single word of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'd, even know anything about it. I I'd be even...
0: curious. I'd be curious for you to read it because I don't know if it's the if it it's the kind of book you would enjoy. But yeah. it's very good. Ned. Like I I definitely am in the camp that uh, Neil Gaiman writes fantastically. I love a lot of the stuff that I've read that Neil Gaiman writes.
1: Well, now is not the time for me to investigate it when I'm three months buried under not at all a backlog. Not at all. And that's why it took me so long. Remember uh, years ago at this point where you brought in um, Lock and Key, yeah. for me, and it took me a while to get going. Yep. It's again because there was, I had enough stuff that I was already behind on. And then I started to read it. I was like, I don't really care about this because I had too much other stuff. But then I like went back and started it over again when I had less pressure, I guess is a way to put it. It really isn't any pressure.
0: And it was so good. It It really good. It's funny you bring that up too because like two days after they announced that Vertigo was over, they announced they're doing a separate imprint called Hill House. And Joe Hill, mm-hmm. who wrote Lock and Key, is basically the executive producer of oh. this this horror uh, imprint. And he's writing two of the books for it as well. well. That's cool. So, yeah, looking forward to, you know, it's it's not called Vertigo, but it's kind of new Vertigo. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's interesting that I was talking to Dave and we, you know, had that kind of like that that thought process. Yeah. And then like 24 <laughs> hours later, The Walking Dead disappears. Yeah. Like, well, nope, I do, it's and, done.
1: I, and I do think that uh, th- to back up your point is the fact that we had to remove three publishers from the table before you even start thinking about well, what else is there? Right, and that's not you know and that's still with Dark Horse out there. Dark Horse, there, you know? Dynamite, uh, Dynamite uh, is a big is, one. Yeah. yeah,
0: Valiant has been making superhero comics for
1: decades. Yeah. at this point. But I mean, and, and you know, we had to we had to like pull Image as well before you
0: start going like
1: uh... Oh, wait, there is stuff. Yeah. Before you start, gives you pause. Right.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I've got a little bit more comic book-related stuff to get to, but we'll uh, take a break right here uh, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rage out on you. I'm going to Al Beck you <laughs> with some comic book stuff. The, I the, can't wait. The latest Diamond previews for September came out, and I saw a couple of things that made me uh, stop and go, what the F? So uh, we'll talk about that next. It's Nerd Radio.
1: This just in. Flash Attention, Mr. and Mrs. America on all ships at sea. Nerd Radio is taking the country by
0: storm. This is Nerd Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Radio, all over uh, wherever you get your podcasts part of the b Pod Studios Network, WRAF.com and Rock929
1: if- nine Rocks.com as
0: well. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and of course, all over your social media, at Nerd Radio One Oh One. We were talking about the end of the Walking Dead uh, comic on the last uh, in the last segment. I neglected to mention if you at home, if you have an answer to the question of like, okay, if you have a Walking Dead hole in yeah, your life yeah. now. If you've got something that you're like, well, you should be collecting this comic. By all means, tweet us. Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what yeah. what would what are the books that you're like, dude, you've got to read this book. If you love yeah. The Walking
1: Dead, you should check this out. We would both of us would love to hear your suggestions.
0: For sure. Chuck might actually check it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm 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 the screen that I'm the screener for you. I'm like your dude. calls, your comic screener. <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out and then be like, Al, check this book out. Yeah. That's real good. Um <laughs>
1: yeah, and that has worked. You got me on Green Valley. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um. So here, here's the thing, and uh, DMX, you better get ready for this one. Oh boy! Because I was at my local comic book store a couple of weeks ago, and there's this book published by an independent independent publisher called White Widow. I've got the the uh, Kickstarter page up, so you can kind of see an example of like what the character looks like, with the thing, you know. All right. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's a kind of a superhero book. She looks kind of like a Spider Man kind of uh yep. Uh in a white costume. She's got white hair. She's got uh a a, a she's well endowed. Yes. Uh and Ample. yes. And it's created by this uh this Ample guy bust. named uh Jamie Tyndall. He's the the creator of this particular uh character. And so I saw the second issue had come out, and I'd forgotten to bring this up when I saw the first issue. The um the book itself is, for lack of a better term, the most Rob Field looking bullshit. <gasps> i've ever seen and the reason i say this is because creator uh jamie tyndall does the covers for these books this is like 90s image comics rob Leafield okay. kind of goofiness he does the cover he writes the interior and then gets a separate artist through the interior who's not who's acceptable as a superhero artist but maybe not as draws the character quite as sexy as he does uh-huh except Each issue has like one or two pages that he draws, that the creator that does the cover (laughs) draws. He draws those one or two pages. i would forgotten that the first time this happened, I've opened the book and it's like, uh, Jamie Tyndall, writer, creator, and uh, artist on pages like 13 and 14 and six. And I'm like, well, that's goofy. Why does he do pages? All the pages with the tits? Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No! No! I was going to make that joke! I oh, was yeah. gonna say that as a joke. He's writing the boobs it's drawing the boobs.
0: It's literally whenever if the character is naked or uh scanty <laughs> no. clad or something like that, those are the pages that they create. It's like, well, I'm drawing that
1: one. Oh my you god, you can draw, you what can draw a all creep.
0: the creep. You can draw all the boring stuff. You can draw the stuff where you actually have to like have panels and be able to tell a story <laughs> or something like that. But I no, I gotta draw the, the boobs.
1: Listen, you stay away from those boobies, those are mine. <laughs> You I they don't, cert- don't talk. You don't worry about those movies. I certainly
0: hope he doesn't listen to Nerdy oh radio God. because I'm tearing him a new one. No, it's I so hope dumb. he is
1: listening. You are
0: you are sick. That's, That's so, dumb. so weird. That's so weird. You know what it says to me uh it, 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 at my age having collected comics as long as I have, it says to me you have no idea how to like uh utilize the comic book medium to tell a story. You only know how to draw a sexy lady. The end. <sighs>
1: Is the he same fourteen
0: way that, by any chance? In the same way that Rob Leefield still can't draw <laughs> damn feet. You don't know how to draw people talking on a panel or motion Andy or something. Andy Oh my god! <laughs> it's just a, it's a little gasoline. <laughs> a little gasoline for you. That's so weird. Yeah. No. It's super. It was. It, it's the kind of thing. It was so goofy. I had to bring it up.
1: Like I mean, it's like how do you? Like, how do you justify? Like, you're gonna notice. It's gonna be noticed.
0: Yeah, right. Like I read some Garth
1: Ennis books and stuff. Like there's sometimes nudity in adult comics. I don't
0: notice. You're gonna notice when the art style changes completely, right. For two and pages. Like,
1: I really don't feel like I need it in there. It's I don't. It's it is what it is that it's there. It's it was really awkward when I was on a flight and I like opened. <laughs> A, a, is,
0: there a, is there a little old lady sitting next to you yeah. in the plane? She's like, oh, what kind like, of book
1: are you reading? Right. Uh, but it's like, whatever. It's there. It is what it is. Right. But like, to be like, I'm going to draw those panels. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one Who draws these but me. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That's so weird. Well, I'm
0: glad you brought up Garth Ennis good because uh is, are we out of the disappointment phase i think so yeah okay i think so for sure because you Absolutely. said you
1: teased at the top of the show there's gonna be a lot of disappointment yeah i figured and a would... lot of it in comics and yeah, i
0: figured your your disappointment probably came from the fact that now the walking dead is gone and 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 and, and so yes very and suddenly no. too
1: yes and no right
0: whereas for me this i actually was...
1: after the uh, uh you read the letter in the back yeah It makes me appreciate the misdirect. Yeah. Because that was the, the, and not to go back to what we just talked about, but uh, the big thing that I was, even after you explained why they uh, solicited the two issues and all that stuff, I still was thinking about that letter about the big change in a recent thing. I'm like, what was the point? Why are are you telling me, like, I know this happened, but we're going to continue? But after that other letter, I was like, okay, it was for the misdirection. Yeah, exactly. All right, I can accept that. Because it almost, like, to me... It was that letter was losing credibility. Yeah. But now in hindsight I'm like, no, oh, okay, I'll give it to you. It was the bigger picture. Right.
0: And there's plenty of people that like you couldn't have stretched it out till it was like issue two hundred. Or you know, you could or oh, he, I, he had said in a Reddit that he had like uh, it was gonna be a three hundred uh three hundred issue book and now he's ending it at one ninety three yeah so these, there, uh, there's he also at people one point said so it was it. never
1: going to end so you know whatever i don't i don't care about that when the story when you're done telling the story i don't care what issue it is yeah i want just the issue however many issues you know how i feel about the you know like the legacy numbering yeah. and all that kind of stuff it's like just get just however, don't
0: start it over at number one oh, how angry would you be if they announced in san diego they're starting walking dead over at number I one i wouldn't collect it no you'd, no you'd be out hard out all right, well, you brought up Garth Ennis. Yes. Um, he did a book that we've talked about on this show before for, um, oh, I can't remember the publisher. It was Stitched. That you. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Read. That
1: was uh, Avatar, wasn't Avatar it? Press. Avatar Press. Yeah, Avatar
0: Press. He did a, a book, which you let me, You were kind enough to let me borrow, yeah. the, the Garth Ennis-Stitched thing, which they did a, 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 a small-budget movie. Yeah, it was only like well.
1: 15, 20 minutes long. Right, for he sure. He directed it, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: well, Stitch is back, or has been back for the last month or so. I think they're putting it out weekly almost. Uh, oh, they're, they're doing a, a Stitch book. Garth isn't doing it. It's, oh, okay. uh, it's, it's one of those uh, franchises, much like Crossed, that uh, he did specifically for Avatar Press to hand off to other people so they have a franchise like a Hellblazer or a Swamp yeah. Thing or something like that that they can uh, continue to do. Uh, he's been, him, um, Alan Moore's and. uh uh, Warren Ellis, Like, a lot of people have worked for Avatar and done some very dark and disturbing creator-owned stuff and then gone ahead and done this kind of thing to try and give back to them. Uh, but the reason I bring Stitched up and the fact that it is currently in print is because going through the previews for two months from now, there's another... they nothing but lies! There's another book called Stitched. Okay. And it's
1: a children's book. Oh, no! It, it, it does look like a, like, a, like a Coraline. It looks like a yeah. like a like a Tim Burton movie.
0: Yeah, these cute little like Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> looking characters in this book called Stitched, which is also this really raunchy Avatar Press book. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Oh,
1: dude, anything Avatar Bre- Press? I think uh, exclusively does horror. Yes, I've never seen them do anything else. Right. And it's always great. Well, even,
0: you know, the, like the Caligula book or something yeah. like that. Like, they, they just go for, my like. buddy
1: David Lapham.
0: Oof, they just go for for just the, the, what's the what's the most disgusting thing you can put in a comic yeah. book? They, We're going to do that.
1: I have I have told this story before. I'll tell it again, though. But I remember when I first bought uh, Crossed. Yeah. You know, my buddy Worm talked me into <laughs> yes. it. He talked me into it. He's like, oh, man, you like Walking Dead. Like, you got to read Crossed or whatever. I was like. All right, I'll try it out one time. And so this is when Detroit Comics was still around, and yep. Brian, the owner, happened to be working that day, and he did not like Cross. He kept it in stock, <laughs> right? But his employee Worm, who's still my comic guy, uh, was the one who talked me into it. And so I get it, and I set it down on the counter, and Brian looks at it and goes, "What? No? Why? Put it back." <laughs> You own the store. You're really trying to talk me out of buying something from you? Oh, I love that store. And he picked it up and, like, uh, dry heaved a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he rang it up and, I, you know, sent me home with it. But, yeah, he, <laughs> he did, never. He,
0: he didn't want to.
1: No. And it doesn't matter to worm whether it's just something sells or not. He's the owner of the store. And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't want you to
0: purchase this thing for me from me. All right, well, I brought up Robert Lee Field a couple of minutes ago. The other comic that I actually have here that came out this week, which uh, I wanted to show yeah. you, because Marvel's been doing this. Yeah, I will
1: say I'm not interested in that new Stitched.
0: I, yeah, well, I don't think honestly, so. Honestly, even if no, Garth, no.
1: even if Garth was writing it, I don't think I'd pick
0: How it. How effed up would that be if they were like, hey, Garth, S, do you want to write this other Stitch book that's for kids? He's like, yeah, sure. This will be fun. Um, well, you
1: said that the, his Stitched is back, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I wouldn't even, even if he was writing that, I don't think...
0: Yeah, no I got the
1: I got the six issues and then they it continued on for a little while. Yeah, exactly. So
0: they did they, 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 Warren uh, Ellis did a character called Gravel which was essentially uh his uh riff on John Constantine. Yeah. And I really liked his version of the book, but then eventually somebody else took over and I read those and I was like, "Nah. Nah, I don't yeah. like this."
1: Well, he created Crossed. Crossed went on without him. Yep. Uh he created um Stitched went yep. on without him. Uh Jennifer Blood, which I thought that entire run was good. Right. But anyway, back to uh, Rob Leefield.
0: Yeah, so they are. Marvel started doing this thing called a facsimile edition, and they've apparently been so successful that DC is going to start doing these as well. They are reprints of key issues, old issues. The one I handed you is New Mutants ninety eight. It's yep. the first appearance of Deadpool. The thing that makes this different from a regular reprint is they reprinted every detail of that book. They recolored it to a degree, so it looks a little bit sharper. But the ads are there from when that book came out for oh, old that's Nintendo cool. games. Uh, the letter pages are all there, and, you know, it's three ninety nine, which is what comics typically are nowadays, yes. whereas the book was like a dollar when it came out, but uh, I love it. I love the fact that, like, New Mutants 98 is a couple hundred dollar book because it's the first Deadpool, uh, so I'm never going to own one of these, no. but I'll own this. This is cool. Yeah, no, as a
1: matter of fact, if, if you've got any left at the store next time you're there, yeah. if you wouldn't mind grabbing one for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I I I love that it reprints. Because the reason I like having the books over having a graphic novel of it. Yeah, I want to read the stuff, but I like having the letter page, and I like seeing the ads from when a book came out. Yeah. I like seeing what what was society like. Yes. in nineteen ninety eight, when you know, or in two thousand and four, when this book. Oh, came I've out. I've
1: got a, a bunch of those uh, next generation comics that DC uh, Star Trek. Oh yeah, uh, DC published back in the nineties uh, right. and it's like the the power glove is ad- mm-hmm. advertised all that stuff is really cool you could even go back and read a book from five years ago and see the new tv show that they were advertising oh and, yeah you know i remember and even that recent you get a, a hit of nostalgia
0: i remember uh going through my x-men collection and reading a specific issue and and getting like turning the page and seeing an issue uh, an ad for a show coming out on fox called firefly and going oh my god oh, right <laughs> <laughs> Like that did I did not care when I read the issue initially no. and that thing and then if only you had like, it could still be around yeah I guess so such a good show I do have a little bit more nerd rage when it comes to comic books uh, when I was going through the the diamond thing so I make my what I call my worst case scenario list mm-hmm. is essentially like okay if I wanted if I bought every book that I want out of this catalog <laughs> what would it cost me that month and I had to notice because I always divide it up into publishers. Marvel, DC, Image and then all the independent yeah. publishers and stuff like that. Um all the indie publishers, my books are usually about 3.99, maybe mm-hmm. once or twice you get an issue that's you know a little bit more expensive. Um DC and Marvel who have the, who are the two biggest companies in comic books, yes. who have the biggest part piece of the pie when yes. it comes to the thing. Almost every Marvel book in September is 4.99 that I want. And DC's no better. DC like uh, there's a couple of 3.99 books in there but like any book that's remotely important 4.99. Or higher.
1: Well, and those guys too are they? They're starting to back off the the twice a month. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Good.
0: Yeah, they're gonna start like with. Uh, I know when Tom King leaves Batman near the end of the year, like Batman's going back to monthly.
1: Good. Because that. I mean, that's it's a lot. It is. It's a lot, and if you want to collect it, you got to get every one of them. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that bothers me. Right. You know, it's taking advantage of loyalty. You know what I mean? Like you're you're making people pay for. I just, uh, it,
0: I just, as, as I was totally making my totals up and seeing how much I would spend for the month of September, I was, now, I was this is like, worst how is
1: case. Th- so this you are not actually going to spend this dollar. No, month. Do you remember no, what the totals a, were?
0: I don't know. Maybe I was uh, 150, maybe, maybe 190 for the month, for the month. Yeah. The month. yeah. yeah. If you, this is, again, if I bought, if all, if of bought all of these yeah. books, yeah, exactly. It usually, it usually top, I usually top out at about a hundred bucks. I try and keep myself yeah. to about 20 bucks. I a feel
1: week. like that's actually a good method to keep you under that line. Cause you look at that number. Yep. You know, and it's it's because you buy an issue of a comic book and it's two, three, four dollars. Right. And uh and you're like, oh well that's not that much money, but then you get a little stack and you're like, What are you what the hell are you talking about? It's forty dollars.
0: Right. You know? Yeah, I was just I was I was a little bit livid as I was looking through it and I was like, They're they're the two big no wonder they're the two biggest publishers with the most amount of right. money because they're charging the most amount of goddamn yeah. money.
1: That is frustrating
0: because it's not like if anybody could make books cheaper, it's the guys who are making a ton of money right now.
1: Well, and you never know as a collector when it's going to happen unless you're looking ahead and you're really keeping track of the diamond catalog, right? But it's like it's not like it's the the once a year annual. Well, all of a sudden here's a giant size thing and it's it's got extra stories, right? And, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more, but it's a hundred pages worth of comics. Yeah, no. It's but every like, so often, it's like issue number sixty-two for no freaking reason. Yeah, is all of a sudden eight bucks.
0: Hey, I know we charged you ten dollars for a Deadpool three months ago, but we're going to do it again. Right? And like, come on, man. And
1: what drives me nuts is oftentimes I don't feel like I need those backup stories because yeah. they'll still, especially like it has happened with Deadpool a bunch. Yep, you get the ten dollar book and you'll get twenty two pages of the next issue of the story arc right and then the rest of it is you know 80 pages of crap that you don't need mm-hmm. i was like i wouldn't have paid this extra money
0: yeah i, I the, would
1: i don't need this you charge me extra for something i didn't want in the first place right and there's been times where like you've picked up the same book and went, you know or like uh like Action Comics and Detective Comics 1000. Now those you know those were monumental issues, and yeah. there was a bunch of extra stuff in there. I'm not collecting either one of those, but I got those two issues because it's in the, the 1000th issue, right? And there was a couple of like you went through and like oh you got to go back and read the whoever the Jeff Johns story in the in Action Comics or whatever. Sure, you know? and and I read it and it was good, and I but at the same time it's like, I like. Like I chose to buy that, but it's like why? Why all the time? Like most of the time, I don't feel like I need what's in there. Yeah, you know, just well, give and, me the next story. And
0: the fact that you that you you know escalate once again, going back to the the last issue, Walking Dead. Uh, it's a, it's almost a double size issue. Still three ninety nine. Yeah. Like Image can figure out how to do that once in a while, but Marvel, no. The the minute the book is over twenty two pages, it's got to be at least two dollars more.
1: They also did the, they did that promotion. Um, God, it was a few years ago now, but. Every book was like fifty cents or twenty five cents or something like that. Remember, it was an image thing.
0: Oh yeah, they, or the or they they uh, yeah. They, there was the Walking Dead book that was a quarter. Yeah. Or...
1: And there was a bunch of their titles that they did that for a month. It was yeah. like it was a big thing that month. You know, like they'll they'll do stuff like that. Yeah, for
0: sure. All right, well let's they take... take they
1: also take care of their creative teams. So, you
0: know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's take a short break, and then uh, you're going to give us the lowdown on uh, what your thoughts on Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. Now that you've you've, uh, put that one in the can. So, Nerd Radio returns. This is Nerd Radio. I won nothing. (laughs) I won absolutely nothing. There's no prize to win here. We're all losers. All right, you ready to go? All right. We're back with some more Nerd Radio. I figure if I ask you if you're ready to go, then you won't snicker. When I immediately flip that switch and start doing it. (laughs) No promises. We're back with- uh, Hello, who's coming? Hey, it's been a minute since that's happened.
1: <laughs> I think I freaked out James the last time I did that. You
0: did. He was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Hot <laughs> tongue! <laughs> We're back with uh, some more nerd radio for you here. Uh, and uh, Al Beck, you over your vacation said that you finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I have not finished Red Dead Redemption 2, but I, A, don't care about spoilers, and B, already spoiled it for myself when I decided to quit. <laughs> yeah um so i'm really interested if you have not finished it then uh you are even slower than Beck and that is something you need <laughs> to live with you live listening at home <laughs> you have to live you've got to live with that but we are gonna <laughs> we are gonna spoil some red dead redemption too so you're probably gonna want to uh, i don't know tune in for next week's podcast okay
1: uh, yeah originally my plan was to not hit spoilers but if we're gonna put no, that let's out talk there, about it. Yeah, okay
0: let's talk right. about it so you finished it mm-hmm. what are your
1: thoughts I, uh, I don't know if it's because I really doubled down and actually spent a lot of time with it that I finally started to like, all right, yeah, I really like this game now. Because yeah. I never disliked it, but I remember it came out, what, October last right. year? And so I had my my brother had purchased the uh, the uh, a pre-order for me for my birthday. So I had the code already. I had uh, plugged it in, which was actually kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know this. I ne- I always buy hard copies for the most part, so I'd never yeah. pre-ordered a digital video game. Okay. Found out that you can, like, plug it in, download the game completely, and then it's there, and then it just unlocks at the release time. Right. So, you know, because, you know, games now, they take a whole day to download and install. Yeah.
0: Well, in the next generation of video games, it looks like is very uh, obviously going to be cloud based. It's going to so that you don't have to deal with. I only have so much hard drive space for these games because that was Red Dead and Spider-Man were the two last year that it's like, yeah, you got to delete almost everything off your hard drive to play these games because they take up a ton of space. Right.
1: Um, And you know what? They're the streamability. It's. I had that PlayStation Now for a little while, and I thought it was good. You yeah. Know, it worked well. I know Jefferson had had some issues with it.
0: Right. I'm sure it, it's, uh, you know, if your internet connection is not tippy top, yeah. then you're going to have a problem streaming a game. Right. But, uh, but it that seems also to be that, the future.
1: But the PlayStation Now, they also give you the option to download to your console now, I Which think. Which is great. Yes. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I did have a great time. Um the again getting into the spoilers the main character is arthur morgan yep and he does towards the end of the game uh further away from the end than you would think contracts uh the, you find out he's diagnosed with tuberculosis right and he does die
0: because i had read that after i'd quit and went oh i want to see that that's yeah. fascinating
1: well so the the main story is the gang you know, obviously okay so back to red dead redemption There is a thing with the story I feel like was handled a little bit, could have been handled differently. Uh I I really wish uh, it would have connected the two games together better, I think. But so like the basic uh, premise of Red Dead Redemption, the first one is um, John Marston. John Marston is hunting down a former gang member, uh, Bill Williamson, who has his own gang now and sort of betrayed him and he's. Uh, hunting him down, partially for the law, if I remember correctly. Like, the law is involved.
0: They're like, uh, we're going to arrest you and put you in prison and you never see your family again unless you do this right. for us and then we'll leave you alone.
1: And you do see a little bit of that at the end of Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a prequel yes. to the original game. Um, and then, of course, you know...
0: Yeah, because, like, real early in the game, you have to save John Marston from getting attacked by a bear and he's significantly younger yes. than the one you played in the first one.
1: Right. Um. Which I thought that was cool right out of the gate when I started Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, oh, like he's in the game. Yeah, you're like, oh, like, that's cool, and what, it's the
0: same voice actor and everything. Same so voice it's cool. actor and
1: everything. And I would have thought that you got to play as him, but instead you play as Arthur Morgan. But anyway, so this is the story of his, um, the gang. Yeah, uh, that that Bill Williamson was also a part of. The guy he's hunting down in the, in the original game um but you play as this other character and John Marston is in it but then he disappears for a while and he's kind of like this but he gets more and more a part of the game a, a more pivotal character but basically the the gang leader Dutch has got this big grandiose plan of we got we got to pull off x number of more jobs get this much money and then we're all heading off to Tahiti and we're going to basically retire there and you know be rich free men okay and uh, no more uh, crimes and um but he starts making bad decisions, and uh, Arthur uh, and John in particular, but a couple of the other characters, start questioning him. And Arthur is Dutch's right-hand man, so he's not handling the insubordination very well. But sure. Arthur is also the guy like, I, I'm i the one who needs to stand up to Dutch. Yeah. So that's where you start seeing it all fall apart. You do find out that someone, there's a rat in the gang, someone's been betraying the gang uh, to the law. Okay, and that's kind of where I feel like they missed an opportunity to connect the two games because you would think it was Bill Williamson. Yeah. And that's why right. John Marston has to hunt him down. It's not. It's this other guy, Micah. Huh. Who betrays the entire gang, including Dutch, but at the very end of the game, you find Micah with Dutch. What? Yeah. So like weird. This, it is it's really weird, but the thing is. The, I I don't know if it's because I started really sinking my teeth into this game that I started enjoying it more, or if it was the fact that when Arthur dies, you get to play as John Marston for the last quarter of the game. Okay. And and then the replayability, you know, once you've beat the game and you can still do the open world stuff, yeah. you get to stay as John Marston. That's cool. So I haven't done any of that yet. I, I actually just finished last night, the final mission, and I was kind of tired. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was watching the damn credits because... After a few minutes of credits, they would do, like, a little scene, and they did a lot of lawmen are in the Marston home talking to him. And there's no dialogue. There's no uh, subtitles or anything. It's all implied through through the video. Yeah. And it's clearly the lawmen talking to him and kind of leading up to the whole, you're going to go get that other— You're going to go get Bill Williamson. You're going to go get Bill Williamson. It kind of sets that up a little bit. Interesting. But— I still feel like they should have made Williamson the guy who betrayed them. It would have made
0: more sense. Right. It would it would directly connect the game to, to the the yeah. first one.
1: And also it didn't really it ended up not making sense connecting the two games together that if you remember the beginning of the original game, like they dock in Blackwater. Sure. Which is basically home to him. His Beecher's Hope, his his ranch, is on the outskirts, like just outside of town for Blackwater. That's like he would go in there to get supplies. Yeah. Or if him and his wife wanted a night out, they would go into Blackwater. Like that's home for him. Right. And then so like they uh dock in his home, stick him on a train and send him down to Armadillo and it's <laughs> and he like has to work his way back up to Blackwater. It's like like it's a strange place to I don't know. It's a little a couple of details I feel like they
0: missed. Alright, well I have one burning question gotcha. that I've been thinking of since since you told me about this. When you start playing as John Marston does the gameplay get any better? Or does it just. Is it the same game? Does it feel exactly it's the same? the same gameplay. Okay, you know so what? it's not a matter that Arthur Morgan is a crappy cowboy. No. It's just that the gameplay is really clunky.
1: Yes, I did notice as I spent more time playing it that, this, God, the controls can be really clunky there. And my main complaint about it is. The computer tries to decide how fast you should be moving, sometimes the direction your horse should be going, and which weapons you should carry, and that drove me insane.
0: Yeah, you were telling me before that like they would change your weapons every time you would get oh on your horse or god. something. Oh my god!
1: Now, okay, in the old game, you just once you acquired a weapon, it was in, it was available for you to call up any time. You right. had all your weapons, and you don't want to do that anymore. Fine, but I would be going into a a situation. And I'd be in the middle of a gunfight and go to grab my bolt action rifle, which was my favorite weapon, and it's not there because I forgot to equip it when I left the horse. Oh, Son of a! You bitch! left it on your horse. I left it on the horse because I'm used to the old game, and it, so whatever. So I finally got used to that, and I'm like riding up to the mission and start equipping. All right, I know I'm going to want the repeater over here. This looks like it's going to be a thing. So I'm going to like a like a like a close counter thing. So maybe I want the shotgun over here. Right. But, you know, most of the time I want my bolt action. So I got it all ready. Then I get off the horse and they unequipped everything that I just got. Uh. Every time you jump on the horse, they, they re reequip it all. And then maybe you are able to get off the damn horse and have your repeater and your bolt action. And then one of the characters like, here's your uh, sniper rifle. I'm like, well, which, which gun did you take away from me? Because they don't they <laughs> don't give you an option like you want to get rid of the repeater or whatever. And I bought a scope. Before I put a bullet. scope on my rifle specifically because I like the bolt-action rifle, <laughs> and I like that I can do it without a scope, too. Right. And now that's gone for this piece of crap sniper rifle that you gave
0: me. The horses still suck, too, don't they? And the they? horses, I really felt like I was
1: channeling your Shadow of the Colossus. I have spit I've, all over my iPad. I definitely, I have a horse.
0: <laughs> I have a horse problem when it comes to video games. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was one
1: i'm going and i'm uh, with one of the other characters uh, i'm going to do a uh, collective bounty <laughs> and we're hunting down this bounty and she's like all right well we just got to go over here and we got to cross a bridge and i'm right there like towards the bridge and then without me doing anything the horse like just shudders over to the right <laughs> and then like stops before it falls down this ravine. I'm like, well, that's good at least, but I don't know why. Why is it jumping over the railing? (laughs) It jumped over down to the ravine. I'm like, I didn't push a button. Why did that happen? So now I got to like go up and around. And so like as I'm going around, the character's like, you're going the wrong way, John. I'm like, I swear to God, if you like fail me this mission because I abandoned my-
0: Because your stupid horse decided to jump over a railing. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the horse was driving me crazy.
0: Are you at all interested in playing the online?
1: Mm.
0: No, because
1: I think you have to play with other people. If it yeah. was like the old online, I would. Yeah, but because even that old one, I used to play the first games online by myself. Yeah, in a private room, and it would just—I would just by on my own. I'd go and I'd clear uh, the um, gang hideouts yeah. and have a great time. And sure. every so often. My brother would hook up with me online and we would do this together. Right. But uh, no, nah. if I need, I mean, if there's a way for you and I to go on and just do a private match with the two of yeah, us, private yes, room. I would absolutely love to do that. But right. if, we got, if it's you, me, and a bunch of other people, no, nah, I'm out. I don't yeah. care.
0: Well, that's because much like Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto, the, the one you played, Grand Theft Auto Five. Five. Yeah um like the online s- is still a big deal yeah. people are still they're still releasing you know like every month there's a different event or something going on and people are still yeah. playing it consistently so that's uh, essentially what they're looking to do with red dead redemption 2 is as keep the inf- online going yeah
1: as infrequently as i play video games now i feel like there's going to be a time where i have no place in video games at all because it's becoming more and more online heavy true. right and i was thinking about that even though it took me nine months <laughs> to
0: play the <this laughs> stupid
1: game uh there was a lot of story, and I got my money's worth out of
0: it. Right, you know what I mean. Well, that was another. That was my next question: Is do you think, is there any reason at all to play it a second time for you?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because at the end, I was I really wanted to finish it because there was other stuff. I I still haven't played Final Fantasy fifteen, and I came yeah. in here when I bought it cheap, yep. all excited because I was not going to spend fifty, sixty dollars on that game. But when I found it for ten bucks, yep. Yeah. Sure. And I love some of the old Final Fantasy games. I'd like to play the fifteenth one, but like I still had this RDR two looming yes. over me. So every time I'm like, I should check out fifteenth. No, haven't beat Red Dead yet. Right. So
0: it's fascinating too because you and James are just polar opposites at video games. Like you do not want to play with other people online at all. You want yeah at, yeah, all. Yeah, at all. And James like he lives. talk to him last week about it. He, that's what he lives for, yeah. man. He lives and to go online and and you know that's talk, what I'm saying talk trash to twelve year olds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's James, though. But that's most people, I think, because that's where I'm saying I think we're leading into a spot where I no longer, am, it's not going to be a spot for me to play video games because right. they're going to move away from the stories and, and I'm not going to have fun anymore. So, Well,
0: I'll definitely, uh, I I feel like at some point I'm definitely going to uh, reinstall Red Dead Redemption and give it another try. Uh, I'm definitely going to put a screen around my television, make yes. sure nothing happens. Uh, do you have any advice? What was, what was the uh, what
1: what happened that you was we were talking spoilers and you didn't want to reveal what exactly happened? Do you recall?
0: Okay, so I was doing some of the, like the side mission stuff,
1: like the strangers and all that.
0: Yeah, some of that kind of stuff, which and is
1: I, one of the reasons why I would like to go back. I kind of blew through it, and I was skipping all the strangers, and I okay. was hoping maybe maybe I can go back and play those with with John. Yeah, but
0: I don't know. Uh, but I had I had come across like a gang hideout and okay. thought to myself like well okay i'll i'll do this whatever it's right here it's in the middle of like i i had a map on my phone that like an interactive like google map of yeah. the the area that told me that there was stuff there and i'm like okay well i'll i like stuff yeah i i want to go in there and see that stuff uh so i tried to um i tried to do the gang hideout and i just kept like i was getting sniped before i even got to the gang hideout i would kill two or three dudes and then just fall down and die like, this is stupid this is why can't i do this and it I, and in retrospect maybe it's because eventually my character gets good enough to do that i'm i was maybe, hoping yeah uh, maybe i get good enough guns that are or, you know some armor or some bs that you know i can i can deal with that but yeah i i did that two or three times and eventually i was just like well, <laughs> stupid bounce the controller off the uh maybe off the
1: maybe that would be it could have gone differently uh later in the game because you can buy express and high velocity bullets, yeah, for your guns, and I think the express ones do a lot of damage. Oh, really? So like I would I would load up my bolt action rifle with that and go into town, and it was like mostly one shot, one kill. Okay. Because you know if you've got it, you know you got it set up so it automatically aims on sure. people, and it the usually goes stuff. center mass. Yep. But if you do the aim and you kind of get the hang of it, and you just pull back just a little bit, yeah, you, can you get a get headshot. headshot. Yeah and so with especially with those express long distance with the bolt action rifle hit it let it aim itself pull back a, just pull up a little bit boom guy's out yeah you know it only carries 5 rounds but you're taking out 5 people with that thing you know what i mean
0: well if i if i were if and when i were to sit down and try and play this game uh, again by myself do you have any uh, any tips or tricks or any advice for playing it now that you've played through it for people that are playing through it because I think you were telling me that, like, at uh, what that uh, Chuck from the morning show mm-hmm. had, had oh, given you yeah. a bit of advice. Oh yeah, I will tell
1: you what his was. Um, his was explore everything you want to. I, you know, he said he said explore everything you want to while you can, basically, and he didn't elaborate why. Uh, I found out later it's because as you go, uh, you are about half of the map you want a dead al- dead or alive right. and there's no bounty for you to pay off. However, if you play it all the way through, the bounties go away. Okay. You know, I mean, you can create new ones, but right. you know, half of the map is no longer blocked off to you. But yeah, you'd be you'd be uh, riding and you can do the cinematic mode. Yep. So if you're like, "Oh, I got a long ride ahead of me. I can go get a drink or something. You could set it in cinematic mode and walk away, hit the bathroom and then come back, and you're halfway to your destination by the time you return. Right. But all of a sudden, I was like, that's not a good idea because I'd come back. And yeah, I'm the in minute, the, the they're minute shooting you walk away, me. they're shooting at you. Right. And it's not like Arthur's now on autopilot, and he shoots back. He just keeps riding.
0: <laughs> it's almost your uh, Grand Theft Auto V uh, situation. I yeah. forget <laughs> when you would log in, and he was, you'd log into that one character, and he's just getting beat up.
1: Yeah. He's in the <laughs> middle of a, the, the two in particular was when... <laughs> when he was in the middle of a, a high-speed chase when I switched to him, and the other one was the dude at Muscle Beach. Yeah. Yeah. He's Where just it's, picking it's, a fight. So he's just like, and screw you! And he puts <laughs> the big muscly dude, gets into a fight, so you have to kill him, obviously. Right. And now I got stars. I'm like, I just want to do a quick mission and leave. <laughs> but I was, I got obsessive by the end. I did have a really good time by the end of it. It good. was like one of those all right, I've played this long enough, I need to shut it off. I don't care if I watch TV, I just need to do something else. I'd shut it down, walk away to use the bathroom and come back and then turn my PlayStation back on and go right back. No, I want
0: to keep going. I want to see more of it.
1: Yeah, I think I played, see, I was off for four days, and then I had a weekend and two more days, and I think I played more than half of the story in that time.
0: That right there is a nerd radio vacation, right? Yeah, exactly, Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, thank you guys for listening to us. As always, thank you for uh, for joining me this week, Al. I believe next week we'll have a full uh, itinerary, full show. James yeah. will be back. You'll yeah, be James here. James will be back.
1: We're, we're, yeah, we'll be uh, business as usual.
0: Absolutely. So uh, find us, uh, rate us, review us on iTunes. I encourage you guys. That's the best way you can, any podcast you listen to, you can let them know that you're out there, is to hit them up either on social media, which is where you can find us at Nerd radio 101. Or to let them know on iTunes what you like, what you don't like. Give us some ratings. We are in the double digits now. Last time I checked. All right. I think we had like 10 or 11. Our
1: begging paid
0: off. It did. It did. At least two more people. Well, I
1: would like to thank those other people for rewarding bad behavior.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. That's this week's Nerd Radio. See you next week.
1: I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds great weekend golden radio i oh, know hey we're out how do you feel about it that's fine okay it's also a good title
0: but not as good as the other ones were. <laughs> okay i don't have anything funny to check the mics with so i guess we'll just start
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be the end tag right there, <laughs> there, there right
0: there you go